At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then, book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable to you want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. It felt like after the fifth straight victory at Soldier Field for the Bears that the arrow's definitely pointing up a lot of momentum this week at House Hall. David, you and I spent a lot of time in recent weeks talking about the rankings of Justin Fields' 35 career starts that he started. Uh, this was number 37 against the Falcons, and I went back and looked, and I think I would probably slot it in at number three overall, behind only the game against the Commanders earlier this year and the uh, explosion against the Miami Dolphins a year ago. Uh, that tells you how how crisp it was. You go back through that that game tape, and there's not a lot to nitpick at all. If this was the norm, we would have zero discussion in Chicago. Justin played with great command, great control through beautiful deep balls to DJ Moore, uh, one to Tyler Scott that wasn't completed. The touchdown pass to DJ Moore, terrific. The 13-yard scramble on third and eight is going to be permanently etched into the Justin Fields highlight montage. It was truly uh, an impressive performance in uh, his last home game at Soldier Field of 2023. Is it his last home game as a Chicago Bear permanently? We'll find out, but certainly a, a fun way to go out this year. 20 of 32, 268 with one touchdown, was not intercepted, protected the football once again, sacked three times, passer rating 99.5. And Dan, he had a first half. You started to wonder if this was going to be a career high passer rating. It yeah. was that kind of start. And that kind of day, the Bears offense did what it needed to do, took advantage of a Falcon defense that came in with good numbers in terms of scoring defense. But I don't know what they were thinking. Had no Cole Komet. They had no uh, Darnell Mooney. 
and they played DJ Moore, a lot man coverage, and DJ Moore took advantage, nine catches, 159 yards, 13 targets. The Bears recognized where to exploit the Falcon defense and took advantage of that man coverage. This is the first time the Falcons had a chance to see DJ Moore. Uh, Oh, wait, no, he spent the entire first part of his career in the NFC South. So I don't know how they were asleep at the wheel, David, in trying to figure out coverage for DJ Moore because they know how dangerous he can be, and yet they still allowed him to run in single coverage and man-to-man coverage. For much of the afternoon, you saw some of those over-the-middle throws where Justin didn't even really need to read much. He just saw that DJ had a little bit of separation and, and, and threw it on him. And sometimes, as a starting quarterback, it should be that easy. You find your best player, you see that he's uh, NFL open, and you throw him the football. And it resulted in a, a huge uh, production day for, for both players. I, again, I go back to the touchdown early in the game, and it's a really nice concept that the Bears had in the playbook. Uh, again, really... Uh, Great that they were able to score 37 points with a, a such a limiting offensive coordinator that they had, but I digress on that. But the touchdown <laughs> pass, DJ runs a really nice route. And the one thing that is subtle on that play, D- Justin throws an absolute dime to the bullseye. But DJ is late with his hands in a way that keeps Jesse Bates from making a play on the ball or making a play on his hands. And it was just such a, a subtle nuance of receiver excellence that you should watch and you should appreciate. I, I, I've for years said that having the opportunity to watch Devontae Adams in this division was like watching wide receiver porn. Well, DJ Moore might be on that list of, of guys that you just can't stop watching because it's just it, it's it's brilliant stuff. Uh, and that was certainly the case in a, a performance uh, Sunday that that is now bolstering career highs in most of his statistical production. 1,300 yards receiving, 92 catches. He's on his way. I think if he doesn't make the Pro Bowl, that, that that's kind of a farce. He would be uh, at the top of the list of snubs. He's got to, I think, make the Pro Bowl given the numbers he's put together in his first year as a Bear. Wednesday, yeah. Pro Bowl announcements. So that that will be you know something to keep an eye on. He also has been you know really a supportive good teammate to the point where he bought cigars for everybody after the game. So he walked into the Bears locker room and boy, did it smell of cigar smoke. They had lit up and violated city ordinance and code by lighting up inside the locker room. But who cares? Because they were celebrating, I suppose, a fifth straight victory, I suppose, New Year's Eve. But yeah, yeah, DJ Moore sprung for cigars because that's what he does. Yeah. Well, first of all, Brad Biggs missed a golden opportunity to have a longer thought in 10 thoughts about uh, the brand of cigar they had in the locker room, whether it was up to his standard. You know, Brad likes to uh, likes to, to light one up periodically. Walking in that locker room initially, you're like, what the heck is this? Why, why is there smoke in the air? And then you kind of get the description from a very jubilant cast of players in that locker room. And, and look, like you know me, I'm normally the the pump the brakes, like slow down on, on all the celebratory stuff until you have something meaningful to celebrate. But given that it was New Year's Eve, given that this team feels like it is truly uh, – experienced a breakthrough in the last seven or eight weeks with the way they've played, with the way they've stayed together, with the way they've uh, navigated through turbulence. It, it, it was, I was all for it. I was okay for the vibes, the festive vibes on that day um, in particular. And you just, you, you felt something in that locker room that was echoed in the voices of those players, David, where I think Cole Komet might've said it best where he said, you, you see where this is headed and then elaborated in saying we have legitimate pieces and we have a really good football team coming together. And I couldn't have said that in the past and I can't disagree with them. I can't either. And I think that's uh, why I want to at least briefly touch on some of the defensive things that happened uh, on Sunday. We'll get to the Justin Fields conversation. We'll get to the Matt Eberflus update and all that. But I think with defense, obviously 
we talk about the Montez Sweat effect and we look mm-hmm. at, you know, uh, Tremaine Edmonds is getting the big money at the middle linebacker spot. We know all that Eddie Jackson brings in terms of being a veteran at free safety. But Dan, I, I think when you look at Sunday was a reminder too, just how. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. How productive this rookie class has been and just how many young players in the first and second years the Bears have, to your point, uh, as as part of this core. Maybe it's a defensive core. But it's a core of players that you can count on. You think you can count on. Tyreek Stevenson had two interceptions. Javon Dexter had two more sacks. He's been very good the last six weeks or so. Uh, you look at you know the uh, offensive uh, rookie contributions of Roshan Johnson and certainly Darnell Wright. This has been a very productive rookie class. And you pair that with some of the guys you consider veterans by now. Kyler Gordon had a pick. Jaquan yeah. Brisker, you have an expectation about the level of play he's going to provide each and every week. You're right when you say that. The Bears have a lot to feel good about in terms of their young talent, and if they keep it together, they feel like they can do some special things. Well, on game day, part of the the crux of my column for ChicagoTribune.com was just how uh, this sets up a stage for a really, really meaningful 2024, and, and you can feel good about saying that as they go into this because of the things you mentioned defensively. They are playing well in every phase and across all three levels. Can't dispute anything that's going there on that side of the ball. Uh, it was a long time uh, before, you know, between games when they were able to create multiple takeaways. Well, now you're getting three interceptions almost every week. You got four on Sunday against Taylor Heineke and another one, uh, the fourth one actually coming from Desmond Ritter. But you see the things that you mentioned. Tyreek Stevenson, a guy that I've raved about since the summer in terms of the, the competitive tenacity and really is his kind of underrated understanding of the game. That one pick where he sinks in coverage and and and, and just plays it perfectly and 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 you know has that John Hoke teaching uh, and the Jalen Johnson teaching to, to to take that ball away. Great play, Kyler Gordon. How many times in this podcast have we talked about him after a game where we say, man, that dude just he plays the game the right way. So that defense is in great shape. The offense puts up 37, the second highest scoring output of the season. And in a way where you just felt like they controlled the entire football game. Now, yeah, there was a tense moment at the end of the first half when Cairo Santos's 55 yard field goal dropped a couple yards short in the north end zone. And for a minute you went, uh oh, you know, this is out of the gates and D Alford's going to make this game a, a game again. But the, it was just a complete phase uh, victory by the Bears. And, and when you see that, when you feel the contributions they're getting from so many different guys, you understand why internally there is the level of optimism that there is right now at Hellas Hall. Before we turn to the Fields conversation, Pro Bowl members, do you think, will be uh, from the Bears? Pro Bowl team, DJ Moore, Montez Sweat, Cairo Santos? Or Certainly. You- I mean, those guys will be in consideration. Look, like Cairo's going to have a, a, a tough uh case to make with the way that Brandon Aubrey has kicked for the Cowboys this year. The other thing you have to realize every year in Pro Bowl voting is that when you're a team that has spent most of the year near the bottom of the standings, that you don't get the love that the teams in first place get. The year that the Bears sent seven guys to Orlando for the Pro Bowl was the year they won the division, you know, five years ago. Um, 
you have an opportunity here to make that case. Montez Sweat certainly deserving. Uh, DJ Moore will be in a, a discussion at a you know a loaded receiver position in the NFC. It'll be interesting to see how it shakes out. But those guys have certainly had worthy seasons, in my opinion. Jalen Johnson would be another guy that you would want to consider. Uh, he left Sunday's game with a shoulder injury. His availability for Sunday will be worth monitoring as this week goes along. Um, but yeah, that's that's the top of the list there for uh, for guys that have played at a high level this year. 